Okay, great. This one. This guy. This guy. Okay. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hello. To, hi. Uh, this is Everything's Coming Up Podcast, special on camera edition. Uh, I'm Julia Prescott. I'm Allie Gertz. And Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Podcast. Podcast. Live. Live. <laughs> so we've done this once before, so get ready for it to be just as sloppy. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I made them nice and sloppy. That's another, that's another Billy Madison podcast that we don't yet run. Not yet. Um, but we are here. Uh, I want to introduce our lovely guest, um, Caitlin Gill. Caitlin Hi. Gill. Caitlin Hi. Gill. Everyone should know Caitlin because she's fucking hilarious I try. and super talented Thank and you. just a fantastic person. Oh, come on. Oh. I'm blushing. And over that's here. it. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. So you're. Uh, great in wanting to participate in this crazy oh, experience. Oh, I'm excited to. This upside down world of ours where we talk about <laughs> the Simpsons on, on tape. <laughs> so on Simpsons, TV. what are those? I've never, are they nice people? I don't I've seen oh. everything. Uh, so this is the second well, time. sweatshirt. I don't know if you can get, can you guys get a close-up of Caitlin's sweatshirt? Can you get in on this? Can you get can in you on this? make this happen for the people? Y'all ready for this? We didn't shop at Forever Beautiful. 21 when I did for the three days these were available. I know. Uh, yeah, so I, this is, uh, I hate to embarrass you, this is no. the second time I've seen you wear this. Oh, I wear this constantly. No, I know. It I is. would wear it every time. time. I would take it to the office every day. I don't like air conditioning. It's yeah. got it's got characters that you don't get to see in every episode. No, I think definitely makes it even not. You got the you cat got the lady. Chef. You got Krusty's Jewish dad. Rabbi you got Jebediah Smith. <laughs> you got, you, you got, got it all. The cat lady is on here a couple times, which really? pleases a couple me. Times? There are a few characters that repeat. Did uh, they just go, oh, sweater? <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad that Gil is predominantly featured. I love Gil. Yeah. I feel like I reference Gil Gabby. a lot in life. You do. Well, Gil is amazing. <laughs> You do. Oh, it is. There is one's going to have my head broke. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> responsible for some of my favorite quotes, for sure. Yeah. He's uh, so the the episode that you chose is one, uh, to be honest, I've never seen until today. Really? And it is one of the funniest episodes Isn't I've it? ever seen. Isn't it? I'm yeah. obsessed with John Swartzwalder, so it makes perfect Me sense. Too. I'm going to have a lot of dumb questions about who does one on The Simpsons, because as a fan, I have no interest in knowing the backstory. To be honest, really? yes. I'm closer to your side than some other massive Simpsons fans right. do. It wasn't like a disinterest. It wasn't like, I don't want to hear it. But, uh, ow, my freaking ears. But uh, <laughs> it is kind of just like, I never even really considered it being a part of the show. This is just how it is. What, I, what do you mean, the writers? Yeah, or, like I just never... knowing who they are. Yeah, and now I'm definitely interested now that I'm kind of more in that world. But for all my childhood, I had no idea. Right. And uh, our last guest, Joe Quizala, so knowledgeable about that stuff. I learned most of it from him or mm -hmm. from commentary um, or even through the podcast that we right. do here. I've learned a lot. It's also an interesting process to like grow up with The Simpsons and not, and as a kid, of course, you're not paying attention to written by no. Or even really created by Unless no. it's the Halloween episodes, and then you've got some cool names. Like, but Let's it doesn't, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are just more jokes. Yeah, exactly. It's just a funny, like, Dana Ghoul. Right? Okay, yeah, <laughs> right. But when you do, like, become acquainted with the people that wrote some of your favorite episodes or oh, man. some of your favorite episodes, it's like this weird process of, of realizing who your heroes are. It's very like cool. Like an unmasking. You've been there the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you've been in my head. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it's 
I don't know if it actually if it's weird for them because they're not part of that process. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm sure it's weird for them because they're in my bedroom. Yeah. While I'm watching this episode, going, oh my goodness. But now they are. Now they're on now our show, which is we I record mean, in Julia's bedroom. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Almost this is Julia's bedroom. I, I sleep here at night. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> Very well, actually. In that over there. <laughs> um, so John Sorswalder, I've actually been reading um, one of his books most recently. Mm-hmm. I've been reading the time uh, the time machine did it um and it's kind of funny it's almost a party trick like uh pulling it out in front of writers they'll instantly come over to you just like it's called amazon losers (laughs) (laughs) um was basically all of my party tricks when i was growing up too like oh my god high school and college it was all and then the kindle ruined it yeah you can't can't show off with the kindle unless you have like a cool cover i mean isn't the point of reading that people know you're reading something intellectual i don't know how to read that's what these are for baby Yeah. <laughs> also, side note, I feel like there's not a day that passes where I don't go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there and shouldn't that's be. That's why I prayed for bad eyesight. God, listen, because God's always there, you guys. Oh, I want to no. talk to you about Jesus. No, hear me out. Hello. Can't we talk about politics? What are you, oh. my mom or my stepmom? Both pastors. Uh. Um, so before well, we get into, oh, I guess we should, we haven't even said the name. Do you want to say oh. the name of the episode? Mr. Spritz goes to Washington. Perfect. It's terrific. And this yeah. is the second Mr. So Mr. So and So goes to Washington episode because we have Mr. Lisa goes to Washington. Oh, that's right. Yeah. As well, which of course is uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Well, it's one of the many Steve. times that The Simpsons turned me on to something that I was not aware of. Totally. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Smith goes to Washington is an amazing film. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, Jimmy Stewart's the best. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, I love that as a pull quote for you. <laughs> <laughs> My grave. Club. Shut up. <laughs> the Beatles are really good. That's good I one. like weekends, blue jeans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Controversial Coca-Cola. opinions over here. <laughs> like Wheel it back, Allie. <laughs> oh, boy. That's so funny. Uh, so this is uh, season 14. Yes. And, yeah, John Schwartzwelder wrote this episode. Hell and it was yeah. directed by Lance Kramer. Thanks, Get Lance. Nerds. People ask us. I, on purpose, don't know. I, I, if I'm going to remain a fan of something, I can't dig too deep. I have to appreciate it for what it is. I'm with you. The first thing that got ruined for me was theater in high school. At, mm. at 17, I was the jerk at every play that I got to go to. Like, and this is not how I would have done the set. I would not. <laughs> oh, have, this yeah? is an interesting choice on behalf right. of them. Like, as soon as I got <laughs> well, behind the projects, I couldn't appreciate just right. what was happening right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a comedian now, and I know that the way I enjoy stand-up comedy is a million miles away from what brought me to stand-up comedy, and I'm very fortunate in that I love it in a whole new and more complete and beautiful way, but yeah. it changes. Once you're a fan and you dig too deep, your appreciation just wiggles. Yeah. So as a grown-up, I willfully, there are some things, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and, uh, and The Simpsons, that I just don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to peel back the onion. I just love the way it feels to watch those episodes. Totally. Uh, And I am, of course, curious, and I will ask you a lot of details about who wrote what and how you can call out a writer's joke, because I have, on purpose, not known any of that. 
Right. It's a dork's way to appreciate. It's not <laughs> the nerd's way to appreciate. It's just different. I'm with you. And that's something that we kind of take on as the host of this podcast, too, or we bring on people that know so much. Oh, yeah. Either because they are massive fans or they are themselves the ones who wrote it. Right. Yeah. And they're just like, I could tell it was a me joke because I wrote uh, it. Because I <laughs> didn't wrote go it. home that night. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> I, mean, I think that there's a balance in between those two. There definitely well. is. And yeah. there are things that I will, there are shows that I'll like look for every detail about, but The Simpsons is still a feeling it's not a yeah. it's not a project or a show it's yeah. a part of you know it's been there right. it's always been there and yeah. I don't want to lose funny. the way it feels it's yeah funny. you reminded me of um, our last guest uh, Joe Quisala was yeah. talking about how in being a super fan of The Simpsons he was uh, at a crossroads uh, constantly with like being compelled or feeling obligated that he had to purchase every single bit of merchandise <laughs> right. for The Simpsons because I think, especially when you're young, yeah. you the simple math of, I'm a fan, and so I guess I must buy this because it was made for me. Right. But, but then that's obviously not the case. It's just them trying right. to get money from merchandise <laughs> sales. And, the and Simpsons and Jurassic your... Park both fooled me, man. I really right. thought I was supposed to have right. all those things, and you yeah. were not. And there's self-parody in both of those yeah, in both true. Jurassic Park right. and The Simpsons about all the merchandising. But now you're wearing a great now I am. piece, which I think you chose because it is so awesome. It and is you, incredibly you awesome. You the Jeep over here from Jurassic Park. I did. Actually, I didn't want to mention it, but I do have a Jeep that drives itself <laughs> on a little track. Have you seen people that dress up their Jeeps like Jurassic Park Jeeps? I have, actually. And <laughs> i got to say, as long as it's, it's cool. not it's ironic, it's adorable. It is pretty cute. <laughs> it's yeah, great. it's like the art cars in Berkeley. Or Especially after Jurassic World. I feel like it's a big statement. You should really stick with it's put your, you know, put your roots down with Park. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, before we get too far into yeah. why you chose this episode, oh sure, uh, let's let's give some of the uh, synopsis. Yeah, do we always it. like synopsis. to read um, the first paragraph. Usually we have our big episode guides, but um, someone forgot it. Whatever. Shucks. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It was a long day at work. I bet you'll never find anything about the Simpsons on the internet. So <laughs> we're really shot we're really, now. We're really shot. Uh, well, uh, you know. Uh, I, I definitely tried. So in this deep corner of the net, uh, somebody wrote... <laughs> dark uh, web. <laughs> the dark web. Yeah, in this House of Cards B-plot, the Simpsons <laughs> are watching an episode of The Three Stooges, which is so good. So good. When so the house good. begins to shake, <laughs> then they discover an airplane was flying dangerously close to their house. Then they decide, okay, whoever wrote this is definitely a far cry from the usual episode uh, synopsis writers. Well, they anyway. started it with The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't start a sentence. I'm going to be weird right now. You don't start a sentence with then they. You just don't, you just don't, you just don't ever. Semicolon, then they again. Nope. Uh, whatever. Then they decide that the air traffic has been redirected. Homer and Marge complain to an airport official who tells them that the airplanes were rerouted away from nature reserves to help protect the animals. But they were really redirected directed for by Mayor Quimby so we can have peace when he is with his girlfriends, which he soon regrets when he finds out that Miss Springfield has an annoying voice. And that reminds me a lot of Singing in the Rain. It's real fun. That's funny. Huh. That reminds me of Radio Days, which Julie Kavner yes. is in. I hear the oh cannons roll. Is it the cannons <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite Woody Allen films of It is my favorite time. It's my It may be my favorite, it's too. It's so good. Uh, it's so on good. The... Oh, man, you're peel that's a whole other lid. I can't right. separate the artist from the art on that uh, one. Yeah. I know okay. I'm supposed to, no, no. but I can't. I know, there are times hard. I also can't. I mean, yeah, so many things have been ruined by my, my outrageous my indignation. I get it. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Woody Allen sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really small sweater. It's like a Gap Kids. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. It's any sweater I'm neurotic about. <laughs> There's a 
there's one more sentence of this Sorry, beautiful get, please go for it. I'm dying to get through. Uh, the official. Get through it. Don't let me stop. Oh my God. This Don't sentence, let me stop you. This sentence is nutty. Uh, the official, the bluntly tells them to. Wait, what? You could do The it. official, okay, they. The blunt, okay, I'm just going to read this. The official, the bluntly tells them to learn to live with it. I mean, and that the government's decision is final. Okay. So they go to a government official, and the government official bluntly tells them that that's, nothing can be done. Nothing can be done. But holy shit, that sentence! Yeah, that's I can't not. Believe no one's trolling the Simpsons Wikipedia. We're complaining. We could literally change it right now. We, we could. <laughs> we could. We could do a lot of things, guys, but we're not gonna. It is no. funny. Today I, I complained about something. And the person I was with said, you could, jokingly, you could talk to a congressperson. I was like, that's just like in the Simpsons. So even the idea of talking to an elected Congress official. people like, that seem, reminds me. That reminds me. Right. Congress people seem mythical to me. I don't believe they exist. I don't believe they exist. <laughs> They're like Simpsons writers. I'm I just electing cardboard cutouts at <laughs> this point. I met a congressperson in uh, Tennessee, in Knoxville, Tennessee, who also well, that's ran. that's where they all live. Yeah, he also ran the local bookstore, and I was like, "You're not real. No. You're 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 a B plot in a weird like uh, romantic comedy that Kristen Wiig is in." <laughs> so we've heard a little bit about what this episode is from the uh, Wikipedia, but uh, what are some reasons that you like this episode <coughs> or choices? Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to choke on my own life. <laughs> oh my God, that couldn't Keep going. be. I, if, this would stuff. be funny if I wasn't meaning it. Uh, <laughs> I picked this episode for a few reasons. I think it's one of the funniest I've ever seen. Also, you've already done some of my favorites because they're everybody's favorites, but I, people, I feel like people sleep on season 14 in particular, and I don't blame them. It is an imperfect season. There are episodes I pass over, but I think that there is some... Uh, I feel like once you get past season 10 or 12, wherever your you know, cutoff is mm -hmm. when people start getting complainy, uh, part, of, <laughs> part of what people uh, don't dig anymore is that the situations get too wacky, that the plots get too big, that they're overblown. Uh, and it, although I wouldn't argue that point, I think in this season in particular, the writing for the characters is really strong. And the joke writing is stellar. It's just packed. This episode is just packed yeah. from start mm -hmm. to finish with like laugh out loud jokes. So mm -hmm. if you don't like that they went to a congressman and then they went to Washington or whatever, if it felt too overblown, you weren't listening to the jokes. Absolutely. Because the context does not matter to me in this case, especially with this episode. And there's a couple others in that season. I think it's called Home Sweet Diddly Home or something. No, that's a different one. There's mm -hmm. an episode in this season whose name I don't remember where the Simpsons wind up on a reality show set in the 1800s, mm. so they have to live in an old-timey house in an old-timey way. And again, that's overblown, ridiculous. It changes like three times once each act. They're in a totally different situation, but the jokes in that episode are golden. The Halloween episode in that season is hands down my favorite. Right. Really? Uh, and it's because of the first act where Homer gets a magic hammock, uh, oh, yeah, I've and seen that. you know he he basically accidentally They're rolls over in it and it makes a clone of himself mm -hmm. and he just makes a bunch of clones of himself they all help out the family except he's the one that gets all the credit for it and uh, <laughs> eventually he has to get rid of all the clones but doesn't of course he doesn't 
He, not, he just leaves them in a field <laughs> and then tosses the hammock out the window. I'm going to make sure nobody's ever hurt by this hammock again, and then just tosses it out the window and drives away. Yeah. All the clones make clones of themselves and terrorize Springfield, leading to one of my favorite Gil moments. Well, at oh, least wait. I've got my health, and then a horde of Simpsons, <laughs> a horde of Homers run by and eat him down to a pile of bones. Well, trios of horrors are always like just pure art. Uh, well, uh, there are some with at least one or two acts that I jump over, even some oh, really? of people's favorites. But mm -hmm. this one, in my my opinion is sparkling yeah and I, I think for even episodes you might pass over season 14 has some of the greatest writing really sweet character moments an episode where Homer hires a private detective to get to know Lisa better that oh, is studded with sweet, incredibly right. funny jokes uh, I, yeah I think if people have issue with anything past season 10 12 whatever you like <laughs> season 14 should not be poo-pooed I, I, yeah. I will check I am excited because this episode was funny out the gate. And out like, the gate. That insane. Three Stooges it's, bit, absolutely. every single line in it is perfect. And it, it keeps stacking itself. Yeah. Like the whole episode, much like the John Swartzwelder book I'm reading, like you get like a good joke and then the next good joke and then you're just like, there's so many jokes. There's so many. Right, right, yes. right. Yeah, and I would say in the first five to ten minutes of this episode, first five minutes because it moves really, really fast, mm -hmm. um, there are so many great jokes. Uh, some of my favorites are, yeah, The Three Stooges, which, which for people that don't know, is like a later episode of The Three Stooges that are all which is already super so old. So old. Super, great idea. Super yeah. great. Um, and then they uh, discover that um, the jets are flying really low above their house. When you say discover, this is literally one, I mean, literally, oh, I'm a millennial. <laughs> this is one of my favorite Simpsons moments mm -hmm. in any season of any time. I don't know if I could give you a quote that tops it, but when that plane is roaring over the house, the house is shaking, you know, the swear jar's already fallen off. Nutty fudgkins. And a, a squirrel runs into Lisa's room and destroys it for no reason. Yeah, it's like a little animal. Yeah, it looks like, you know, of course, it, everybody would blame the rattling house for the doll's head being bitten off. But no, it was a rogue squirrel. The, the entire family. What a great band. I played bass for a rogue squirrel. Oh, cool. Stealing an MST3K line. Uh, the entire family runs outside, and Homer looks up and, and you know, to this guy and his family, screams, do you hear a noise? <laughs> kills me. It yeah. just kills me. Yeah. Another one of my favorite Simpsons moments in the world. Some of them are, are just these little tiny moments. And I, I, I'm going to, quick diversion, I apologize away from the episode, but I, I hope that I make it worth it. Uh, in the Simpsons movie, another controversial uh, Simpsons turn. Uh, it, it, early on in the film, one of the first things that happens is Homer's trying to fix the roof. And I would show this scene to a class on, like, on any <laughs> class in humor, yeah. and you could show it to anybody in any country, any language, any time period. You could travel <laughs> through time to the past and show this clip as a perfect example of misdirection and physical humor. When Homer's trying to hammer in a nail, he's standing on the roof, and you see him line it up and almost hit his thumb every time he lines it up. And on that last swing, when you know he's going to hammer it, he pulls the hammer back directly into his eye. <laughs> yeah. It is perfect. There, yeah. That... That do you hear a noise moment to me, so simple, mm -hmm. so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I, that... I love simple jokes like that because I think that it, I mean, we always talk about on The Simpsons that there's a grab bag of different levels of jokes. Yes. So you have like the super smart Harvard guy jokes that yeah. are making references to like 
you know, scientists from the Capra 1800s. Films, or, Kerberg films. Exactly. Yeah. But then you have those simple silly moments right after them that, because they are juxtaposed against each other, make them better. Mm -hmm. And so there are all these puzzle pieces that are stronger together yes. than apart. It's yeah. so good. And it's the jokes you get when you're eight and the jokes you get when you're 18, 28, yeah. 38. They never stop. You know, the yeah. show keeps unfolding. But that one, I mean, Do You Hear a Noise is just one of my, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's, I, every time, I've seen this episode countless times, and every time I chuckle, it's out loud laughter with that <laughs> particular line. Kills yeah. me. I can't quite, there's another joke, uh, and I'm, I'm definitely going to butcher it, but um, it's when uh, Bart approaches Krusty to see if he'll run for yeah. Congress, <laughs> uh -huh. and he comes across a list of words that you can't oh my god! Television. It's doing 13 while she's 11 and you're 5? <laughs> I just imagine someone saying that in the room and being like, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And it's one of those comedy choices where no other number would work. It's doing 16 while she's 12 and you're four, doesn't work. But everything about that line, it's just yeah, so I love, perfect. I love that like mystical math yes. of a joke And that's just like one that. of those weird comedy things, use a C word when in doubt, like right, right, rule of right. three, even three syllable words work like or rule of seven yes for chaos yes that chaotic laugh yeah. magic tricks but mm -hmm. that that joke is exceptional and yeah. I, also when I, you know in that same scene which is a little bit later you know the when the, after i mean not to synopsize the episode too entirely but you they do end up having to ask or you know deciding to ask Rusty to run for congress because they can't get these planes that have been diverted over their house to go away and you do learn that it's because mayor quimby yes. is stooping some lady in a hotel they flew over vote quimby vote quimby vote quimby vote quimby i know that's uh, really great uh, they, <laughs> when Bart approaches Krusty, Krusty assumes that he's, you know, oh, my favorite dying fan, you yeah. know, that he's there with Make-A-Wish, puts a hat on his head, Baz Bart is leaving, is, just tells him, you know, have your mom send the hat back after, you know. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. That was my favorite. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I also like earlier in the episode, so when they discover that the planes are flying low uh, next to their house, and it's the Mafia jet airline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boss got a thing for the yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, yeah. It's also it's it's a nice nod to the time. This, I think this came out in two thousand three. It did. And um, yeah, one of the the mob guys says, "Wait a minute." Uh, I thought we were on a private airline. Like, why are we watching Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood? <laughs> and then they cut to Fat Tony, and it's like, oh, I should have, wish I was Why was I born a man? Yeah. Yeah. And then blows his nose in a slice of pizza. It's, oh, Beautiful. that's right. Yeah. I did forget about the blow. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. so good. unnecessary, so perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the way that it's animated, too, is pretty funny. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen The that little before. folding slice. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few turns of animation in this episode that just work really well. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, one of my favorite Simpsons moments is from season eight, and I forget the rest of the episode, but they're at the cider mill in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Ned is boring Homer <laughs> explaining cider, and si Homer's brain floats away. Mm -hmm. You know, a funny animated trick. Uh, well, you can stay, but I'm leaving. And there's this beat where Ned's still talking, and then Homer's body crumples yes. in this particular <laughs> yes. way. That and Homer's sperm dance in the episode oh, where he's talking about... Those are, Dad, you don't have to show us. Yeah, the physical, like, <laughs> those perfectly animated moments yeah. uh, are terrific. Yeah, we yeah. so often forget that animators are the true actors of the show. Oh, man, So that yes. we need to get it most of all. Uh, my mm -hmm. friend Casey uh, texted me. I sent him a version of my song that I'm writing, and he's just like, I'm driving, but can you look up the gif of Lenny enjoying classical gas? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> can you play ga classical gas? <laughs> <laughs> Lenny jokes are always great. I know. Um, 
this episode is also impressive just because like the the way that they're handling politics is a little more on edge than they normally are like it's kind of hot oh they're you know lisa has some pretty good commentary that's just kind of like you know i don't often like support republicans but it'd be nice to be on the winning Recycled side for once. i know i know <laughs> and i love the republican like oh my god the coven of republicans know, yeah we're can we get a progress report on naming everything after ronald reagan yeah <laughs> Frank and uh, reagan. yeah the, i forget the first one it's also good but it's the straight answer the second one is the mississippi river is now the mississippi reagan and then dracula perks up my good friend is frankenstein is now frank and reagan like, which i love so ridiculous because obviously yeah. it should have been reagenstein that makes that joke so, so much, much funnier funny. but frank and reagan is the joke the yeah. way, it's just the joke it's perfect. Yeah, and I, I love this episode because it comments on, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger winning office well, and, like, what's happening right now. And it was one of those things. <laughs> I just do it again. Do it again. <laughs> And then my head just explodes. <laughs> uh, a movie I just rewatched was The Candidate uh, mm-hmm. with Robert Redford. And uh, it's one of those things that at the time was sort of this outrageous parody where it was like pulling you, you know, as far as you could go. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, what a racy political. And in 2015, it's like, where's the, the satire? Like, right. we've grown into the satire. And this one, it felt like they were, you know, pushing an edge. And, you know, between everything that's happened... Uh, between 2003 and 2015, especially with the Trump thing right now, totally. like Krusty and that Republican coven don't look too crazy. They look a little bit spot on, That's honestly. That's the frightening thing about satire, and, and right? seeing those parallels just come to life, and, and I'm going to make an interesting comparison. Um, <laughs> uh, that um, parody, I think, Hot Wives of uh, Las Vegas or whatever it's supposed to oh, yeah, parody. Yeah. Um, a bunch of UCB people are in it, but it's supposed to parody The Real Housewives. And I'm struggling to enjoy it because it is so spot on. It's right now, there. I know that that's not the same as like, you know, they didn't create that, uh, not aware that they were so close. You know, the candidate was made in like a weird dystopian alternate right. reality. But now, I don't know. It's still like similar to me in, yes. in its frightening quality. Yeah, the candidate to me, not again, not off topic, but that felt like as far as you could push to still be realistic. And if you watch it now, it feels like, you know, in the middle or farther away from real, like too mild. You know, it's yeah. it, like middle to mild as opposed to like extra hot, It's which <laughs> right. at the time it was. Mm-hmm. Like all of those are sauces that you can order. Like they're all in the same <laughs> range. It's not bizarro. But at this point, it's much more mild than it was mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, you'd that hope that'd analogy. be different. So good. I'll run with it. <laughs> I love it. They're all sauces you can order. That's a really good quote. Too. Uh, as someone who hasn't seen the episode until 2015, uh, it was, and I really haven't seen all of the episodes in between 12 and 14. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't have 13. I should get it. I bet it's mm-hmm. better than I, you know, remember. Right. But right, but I feel like these. Uh, seasons and these episodes exist in in a uh, chunk of time where people it wasn't that like we were actively saying Simpson sucks we just no, I was at college we just, yeah we were <laughs> exactly college. yeah I you know I'm 34 <laughs> so 2003 I was a busy 22 year old doing a million other things no longer were my Sunday nights spent right. watching exactly. either Murder She Wrote or The Simpsons as they had been up until then like it's not yeah. uh, I don't think the show. I, I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I heard uh, it must have been like a 20th anniversary spectacular or something, mm-hmm. which was a time when I think some old like fans of whatever era you love about The Simpsons were being vocally obnoxious about how the right. show had changed. I feel uh, like that's yeah. also 
different now. I don't hear people always railing against The anything, Simpsons. Though. You know, there's always people that are like, SNL sucks. Uh, 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 yeah, you like what you, when you like. But there yeah. was a writer, and I, I thought this was so spot on, and it was so spot on that I feel shame in the fact that I will get any word of it incorrect. <laughs> but the question was about how he feels about how, pe how critical people have become. And this is 20th anniversary, so this is like the heyday of internet comments right. being just the worst. Not mm -hmm. that they've gotten any better, but no. they were it, just the sea of bullshit no negativity from people in basements. Yeah. Uh, but they asked him, you know, how does it feel as a writer to, you know, see all this stuff coming across, you know, how does that feel? And his, the writer's response, again, I don't remember who it was, <laughs> just said, uh, you know, yeah, when that first came out, like when people first started writing about it, mm -hmm. I thought I was just really like, I read all of them. Like I couldn't get enough. I would read them over and over and I would quote them to my friends. But the longer it went on, I just like stopped watching as much and you know I'd only read them once and then I stopped reading them at all and it was such a perfect parallel for what all these shitty fans were doing to the show right. that like, I, it just killed me <laughs> and it, like you know round of applause to you whoever you were writer whose quote I just butchered that was like exactly how I feel about it why complain just watch your DVDs you know right. kids now are watching the Simpsons aren't written for you 34 year old Caitlin mm -hmm. they yeah. were written for you when they were critically important to mm -hmm. getting you through a week yeah, but right. at, you know at this point let it be for the people who need that right now mm -hmm. and I'm sure you know people who still watch the Simpsons are kids and their parents who used to watch the Simpsons that's Aww. so important that's yeah. so great the fact yeah. like that longevity is a huge gift and I you know right. it doesn't have to be for me it was always for people Bart and Lisa's age that yeah, was always right. the idea also you're not owed anything as a fan, no you are not you know I, I think that even though you feel like a closeness to the creators and the closest to the characters and they feel like family. You know, we, we definitely get emotional over mm -hmm. things that happen on the show or things that happen in, in what could affect the show. Mm -hmm. But you're not owed anything, so I just feel like that online commentary is just not needed at all. Yeah. Like unless you're writing like a five star review of something on Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> don't like, spend just, your time just that don't. way. And watch still, something like, you like. What are you doing? Yeah. Pro tip, don't hate watch. It'll exactly. save you a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I remember an Amy Poehler quote, which I'll probably butcher, but the basic gist of it is that like when you grow up you realize that you don't have to hang out with people that make you feel bad. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah, about you that all the time. And, and it's like such a great freedom to just like firmly grasp and be like, yeah, this is the only true thing that I know. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to <laughs> hang out with people that make me feel bad. No, like, you do not. Close. Like, I'm not in homeroom with them. Right. That's over. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't complain about it. And also, like, what does complaining do? Nothing. Doesn't, yeah. yeah. It doesn't change the fact that you have all the DVDs you love. Just right. watch those. Yeah, watch exactly. Simpsons World. Whatever people with cable get to do yeah. with The Simpsons <laughs> online now. Yeah. Uh, that said, like, uh, you know, I haven't watched at all. And I do, I do have an open mind to it. And I'm really excited, especially after this episode. Right. But as someone who didn't watch this until 2015, it did have edge because I'm looking at it compared to, you know, the the Lisa Goes to Washington episode mm -hmm. and how that at the time was pretty edgy and like it just keeps getting more and more on top of it without being South Parky. Right. Um, it's still like they still make it 
you could be a Democrat or a Republican, this is still very enjoyable because it's just funny jokes. But I do love the decision to have Krusty be a Republican. I do love oh, yeah. how it plays out. I think that was no question. I think that was a for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I, famous. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. also the, you know, the controversial aspect in this episode, and they got in trouble for this. If you read through the Wikipedia page, you can find this out on your own. But mm -hmm. they, at the time, and in that season and I until then, this, I think. they would actively make fun of Fox. And at the mm -hmm. very start of the episode, when Homer is watching, so cool. I know, mm -hmm. when the, Homer was watching the, uh, the Three Stooges at, uh, you know, one of those annoying bottom <laughs> bumper things comes across and Homer just reaches over and eats it which is like so mm, cool. bumper and then spits out Fox Ugh, Fox yeah which I mean cute way to be inside yeah uh, they've been doing it for so long too. they had and Art. they were allowed at that point yeah. until one of the scenes in this episode that I think again hands down makes it one of the funniest to watch which is the debate uh, and if you had another way to get there, we can wait. But if no, you want to talk debate, oh baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Krusty is nominated, and uh, by, oh, by the way, only by that coven of Republicans <laughs> that meet in a like d castle dungeon. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's their nominee. He goes on Fox News for a debate. Uh, his opponent <laughs> is introduced as comrade. He is Krusty has a halo like green screened above him, you know, animated green screen, and the candidate has little devil horns and a tail drawn on. At one point, they flip him upside down. That is a very adulterous point, Congressman. Love that. So good. And I'm going to start using that in every. Yeah. Comedy. Right. Yeah. Well, during that scene, they used that scrolling joke again. We this was we're so used to it now, but in 2003, that was like the beginning of those obnoxious news scrolls on the bottom of every 24-hour news station was 27 more hours of news floating by for no reason. Mm -hmm. uh, every single one of the jokes in the crawler is impossibly funny. So funny. Did you notice that this morning? I didn't morning? notice it. Oh my god. I, I should to go back. I bet some of the quotes, because I'll butcher them, oh, but yeah, I yeah. bet some of the quotes are in there. Uh, the, the little news ticker at the bottom is just a constant stream of hilarious Fox News jabs. 92% of Democrats are gay. JFK posthumously <laughs> becomes a Democrat. Dan Rupert Murdoch, terrific dancer. Uh, oil slicks found to keep seals young, supple. Just all of them are, are rolling funny. And you have to watch that scene twice because what, you know, the first time you just watched the debate. And the debate is also incredibly well written and very funny. But those news crawler jokes are perfect, man. They're perfect. Yeah. 92% of Democrats are gay. <laughs> I might be able to find it if it's worth it. Yeah, I, yeah. All of I, those. It's not on here. It's every just single one of them. Wikipedia. Just kill me. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I watch that over and over. Oh, I pause them. I, yeah, it, I can't get enough of that one. Um, it's just terrific. Uh, in addition to all of the great jokes and the cool decisions to have, uh, you know, uh, Krusty be a, a Republican and the have like. You know Frankenstein and people in the yeah. episode. I also just love how do you get a bill passed? Like yeah, that was so great. Wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, there was such a dose of reality when uh, Krusty does get elected and he comes in and he's like, everything's going to change. We're going to which he you wants. Know, the first yeah, the first thing is that we're going to reroute all of these planes and all of the other um, congressmen are telling him like you don't do anything yeah. in your first year. You clean up Capitol Hill graffiti. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I also love uh, just a moment that I'm remembering is when Krusty has tried after this and he goes to the bar after and the family, the Simpsons go to visit him uh, and they're saying, just like, you not only disappointed us, but you disappointed this like an important <laughs> like, that's a, that's a kids menu uh, covered in 
what did he say, blood? And he's just like, that's grape oh. jelly. Oh, man. The jelly from the unknown toaster. That's what it is. That's such a great line. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't find the quote I was looking for, uh, no, uh, but Simpsons fans will be able to do it. No, I didn't. <laughs> what is yeah. some... Nothing. What? <laughs> Technology is failing me all over. Yeah. What are, what are some other moments of this episode or just in the plot that uh, stick with you, even if you hadn't revisited it for this mm -hmm. podcast? Um, I, I think the Walter, Walter Mondale moment, I was going to come back to that one, because, uh, again, it's just a janitor in Capitol Hill, and Marge mentions, we should listen to him. He looks like <laughs> Walter Mondale. Yeah, looks, looks like. like. Ah! What happens in the... Uh, uh, in Scratchy Land, when they go That's to right. uh, the parents' land, they go to the TGI McScratchies, and Marge says, uh, Homer, that bartender bartender looks exactly like John Travolta. Yeah, yeah looks like. like. <laughs> Isn't it nice to celebrate the new year over and over? Please kill me. <laughs> There's another repeat moment in this episode uh, from... The same thing happens in the uh, the ep episode where uh, with Hank Scorpio, uh, mm -hmm. you only move twice. Totally. Where Homer puts in the tape about the town he wants them to move to. As soon as it starts playing, he says, "Boring." And they're like, <laughs> yeah. "Homer, he's trying to convince us to move this town." Okay, let's watch. Uh, in this episode, during the uh, one of Krusty's campaign stops. He's making a speech, oh, connect, connect. Yeah. Uh, so he starts to talk about the Simpsons family, but it's, you know, I'm thinking of one family, one family in this town. And, you know, Homer stands up, boring. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking talk about, about the Simpsons. Simpsons. Let them speak. <laughs> pretty great. I love that callback. Yeah. I mean, I love callbacks that stretch seasons. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, those deep cuts that fans will always remember uh, are pretty fun. Yeah. Although uh, Alex Hirschkind had a good point about that where he was talking about uh, Josh Weinstein who wrote on The Simpsons and then currently writes on Gravity Falls will make a joke and Alex is always kind of on Simpsons quote patrol. Yeah. I'm sure no one's copying anything. But he realized Josh made a joke that is like a Simpsons joke because he wrote it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's just what he finds funny. Right. Mm -hmm. And there have been times where at Stonecutters you would have, uh, I think Tim Long had two episodes back to back, and then they just happened to be episodes that had the same type of joke. He's just like, well, you just saw our, you just saw us fail. Yeah, yeah. What are you He's like, do? Well, we loved it, and we thought you did it on purpose. It's just like, no. No. <laughs> we just didn't joke it's police hard. ourselves. But the fact that like it still makes us laugh is what matters. It's yeah. still yeah. so funny. Whether it's intentional or not, it's hilarious. Well, and that's just a Homer moment. It's right. a, like that's what he'd do. He would like Homer himself. would it would repeat <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. Would. yeah. Uh, yeah. God, I think that I mean well you were talking earlier about um, just like the climate of the show in this particular time in the season. Um, I feel like you made a great point that speaks to, a, to the Simpsons in a big way of, of how can you survive when you have 25, 26, whatever, how many years, how can you survive and, and still generate original ideas? So yeah, they're going to be high concept. Yeah. They're going to go out of Springfield. Uh, but they go to space so early on. Like, th people I, that that's are, true. people that's that say true. it's like, oh, high concept, like, mm, have you watched The Simpsons? They go back to space. crazy pretty early. And then in one, every, one of everybody's favorite episodes, Homer's Enemy, they immediately, they call back to it in, in a hilarious way, just a framed right. picture on the wall. Yeah. So that they're able to blow it up big and then bring it back down that in is small is terrific. And they, totally. you know, they use that. Krusty's relationship with Bart is one of those things because Krusty has no memory, and of yeah. course, 
course, Bart remembers all of their interactions. So you have this real treasure. Uh, You can just refresh that one all the time. And you saw in this episode where you had the opportunity for a great joke that you couldn't have had without the history of Bart and Krusty, where Bart knows he can go see Krusty, but Krusty has no idea who this kid is, despite the fact that he's been involved in his life (laughs) for, you know, years. And The Simpsons at this era... (laughs) Years. However years work within The Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah. The Simpsons at this era, um, and I think Josh Weinstein actually brought up this point in in that uh, the people that were writing it were fans of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Josh Weinstein said that he was a fan of it, but, like, didn't grow up with it, obviously. He came on season three or season four. But, like, the writers here, obviously, were aware of it for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So they're coming at it from, like, a completely different perspective. And that's why there's a sense of, like, a changing of the guards that happens. But I don't think it's that jarring. Like, my, my mind's being more and more opened to later Simpsons. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, John Swartzwalder is one of the classics. Like, he's the guy. Like, he's, mm-hmm. and it's funny because on the front of all of his books, it just says John Swartzwalder, uh, writer of 59 Simpsons episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, much. But he's, he's the guy that uh, other writers and then just super fans will just have, like, myths about because he's right. kind of a shut-in from what people know of him and like he's just this prolific guy that what always... a surprise that a really funny comedy person <laughs> and a great writer doesn't like the world and never wants to leave us that's i can't imagine fear. that's my fear that that's what you're going to become uh yeah i feel like whenever i i have a deadline for something i'm just like i'm gonna become a mole person <laughs> like everyone will forget me and i guess legend unforgettable will... oh thank you in that dress come on uh all right i didn't ask for this but i accept it no no i don't know i feel like we, we all oh my god um, I feel like we all have that tendency. <laughs> we all have that tendency to to fear that a little bit when mm-hmm. we just haven't seen people for a while. I'm talking oh, yeah. about I humans. hope people forget me. I'm, oh, <laughs> all right. That's why we're filming this. <laughs> well, they won't forget your band, Rogue Squirrels. <laughs> Bring them out. <laughs> balloons of their face. Oh, cool. Where do you get balloons of your face printed? I want that. Can't tell you. Oh, all right. Top it's secret. Not like an M&M thing or like one of those. Coke bottles. <laughs> Design oh. yourself into your own pair of Chuck Taylors. You could do that now. You could do anything you want. It's a magical we era. I, uh, I, I sometimes, this is kind of like what we were talking about, just in the decisions we make as adults, but there are moments where I'm just kind of like, I get to eat a bag of potato chips and watch The Simpsons and then drive later. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you are allowed to do that. I love that. You and have a license to do all of those things. You, you, to wear. Doesn't matter. This has nothing to do, well, only minorly does it have anything to do with what you said. I realized uh, recently, <laughs> is that a great way to start a sentence? I realized recently that... That the appeal of um, Autopia at Disneyland. I was just thinking this because I was just at Disneyland. <laughs> okay, the appeal of Autopia at Disneyland. I don't know what Autopia is. It's when it's you drive like a little bumper car. Oh, down got path. it, got it, got it. Um, yeah. I used to love it, and the appeal of it has completely diminished since I got my license. Uh, yes, yeah, totally. that's what and, happens. And, oh, simulated traffic, and terrific. Go karts. <laughs> yeah. I, I still love a go-kart. I like go-karts. You yeah, can't hit other rage. cars. You're yeah, right, that's, right. A, that's a good time. I will still, I, I have an idea of, of getting drunk and going to a go-kart place. I need to do that. You haven't? You know you can, that is not a <laughs> difficult thing to you accomplish. The, ca- the, the state fair, the I, L.A. County Fair is coming up. I, it's, Your moment to shine the, is arriving. I, yeah, I had this realization, too, the other day where I was um, talking about how I was bummed that I had to wait for pumpkin spice things to happen. And then my friend said, "You're an look yourself in go, the mirror and say that to yourself right now." <laughs> I know. First, do that. 
But you can go home right now. I am pumpkin spice. The sixth spice girl. Were there six? I don't remember. There were five, I think. And there were four on this upcoming tour. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thank you, Posh. You brought nothing to the table. You brought nothing to the table. You were just a face. She knows. She knows. She knows. That face is paying bills. She ain't mad at any of us. That is her fortune. Yeah. Anyway. Did you have some game things? I have some game things. Okay, so. There's games. Um, our lovely intern, that. Brandon, uh, came up with uh, a game specific to this episode. Yes. Golf clip for Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Um, he came up with an idea. <laughs> he said thank you. Um, to write a stump speech for your favorite character as if they were running for office. Sure, okay. So I can put a timer. Or do you have your phone? I you do put not. A timer on? I'll put a timer I on I actually do have my stupid phone Great. if you want me to use that. Yeah. Oh, do oh, that. Let's put a timer this on the tag. Or we could just look at the clock that's on the screen. <laughs> this is when it gets real. Uh, we'll just do it for one minute. Do, 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 what do. character do you think you want to do? I don't, any character, any era? I don't any know. Any character, any era. I don't know. Point to my sweatshirt your eyes, and assign me. Oh, that's dangerous, man. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe You don't Lenny? have to do a voice unless you really want Ralph. to. Ralph. Ralph? I'm not going to do a voice, but okay. I'll do Ralph. Yeah. Perfect. I, yeah. And I feel like he's had a campaign speech. Didn't he run for class president at some point? Maybe. Isn't that super early? I don't watch Maybe. one I or think, two. I, I don't think that it was like oh, a main sure? plot I know. of the episode. Who has my favorite episode? Really? What's your favorite episode? Uh, shoot. I'm What's sure you've told people this, but <laughs> I, I don't have, know. But I just now stopped it. It's the, it's the one with Dustin Hoffman. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, teacher episode. That's a great teacher. That's a that's a terrific episode. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite. What is it That's great. Maybe Crazy Cat Lady? I don't know, Chief Wiggum? Uh, Flanders? Chief Wiggum's my favorite. You've got side so many character. good choices. Uh, Frank? I mean, Frank would have a good taste. Duff like Man. I'm going to do Duff do Man. All right. Okay, great. Okay. So you're ready for Do I have to write this. it? No, you okay. just recite it okay. on the fly. But in a, for a minute? For a minute. Oh, my you, God. I think you could take as short as you want. Yeah, right. you, if you run out of ideas. All right. Okay. So coming to the stage, uh, we have our next candidate uh, who's running for office. Uh, introducing, <laughs> introducing Deaf Man. I know what you want, I know what you need, and it's one thing, party, party, party. That's three things, but they're all the same thing. What do you need to party? One thing. Duff, 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 duff. I lost count of how many duffs that is, but it is not enough duff. Get duff, it's the best stuff. Only one candidate to vote for, and that is the man, the duff man. T-shirt cannon, t-shirt cannon, t-shirt cannon. Everybody gets a t-shirt. Every citizen who votes for me, duff t-shirt, rock it in your home, <laughs> along with a keg that we deliver in a truck that goes bounce, 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 bounce. It'll shake your entire house and bar, and only one person inside will not be able to drink it, or will probably be the drunkest person in the house, devastating them and sending the Simpsons to New York. But that is unrelated to my campaign currently, which is to bring Duff Man to the Capitol building. That's right, Capitol Duff! New brew from Druff. Capitol Druff. It's light and dry and full of hot air, just like the politicians and Mr. Mr. Spritz goes to Washington. Three, two, one. Go for Duff. Perfect. Yay. Holy shit. That, that was history. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I do what I can. I felt the Duff man flowing through me. <laughs> I, have, I have one follow-up question. Please. For, for Duff man running for office. Duff man is ready. All right. Great. Um, <laughs> T-shirt cannon. What, what, what will be your first move in your administration once you take the office? You know what my first move is. Bam! Ah! Duff. <laughs> yes. 
No more questions. Why would there be any questions? <laughs> they can all be answered by the two duffs what's attached the, to my baseball helmet hat. What is the deaf, what, what's the deaf man political party? Party. The party party. The party party. <laughs> you know, very good. Very good. Oh, and, and then what is this guy? Ooh, okay. So, all right. So, that was... First of all, thank you. That was thank so you. good. I want that to be its own YouTube yeah. clip. That thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I <laughs> close my eyes through a lot of it, which is also what minutes. I do if okay, I have right. to fight. Uh, yeah. It doesn't work. I, I just yell with your eyes closed, and it'll probably be funny. <laughs> That's what you learned from doing stand-up comedy for fucking years. <laughs> um, all right. So, who would you have done? Oh Ooh, yeah, who would I have done? I would have done Kirk. Kirk Van Houten, I think. Oh, oh that would have been good. sad and great. I would have done. Yeah. I would have done Gil. I think because that would have been sad, sad and great yeah. too. Sad guys. Yeah. yeah. Sad guys. That's a band, right? That's like a legitimate band. Or Sad Boys. Days without a suicide. One bang, click, zero. <laughs> um, okay, so the last time mm -hmm. uh, we were here, we mm -hmm. had Sean O'Connor on the show, mm. and he picked a, a millhouse. He's a delight. He poked him. I don't like him. That's fair. Very, very, you know, controversial opinions again. Yeah, <laughs> I like Coke. I do not like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we we did a Pictionary game. Which oh, great! I'll admit was was better suited for the subject of his episode of Millhouse Divided. Oh yeah, but that's fair. Yeah. Uh -huh. In turn, Brandon it's came dignity. in again. Mm -hmm. Yes, Brandon. absolutely. Um, and he came up with a Pictionary game featuring words that um, have uh, something to do with. Breaking the law, unlawful acts, okay. that kind of uh -huh, stuff. Uh -huh, so within uh -huh. within the subject of this episode. Sure. Yes. Um, and since I already know these, should I go? What do you think? Or maybe? Well, she should draw, and I should guess. Absolutely. There we go. Let's do that. Okay. I'm not good at this part. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I am a comic. Eyes. I don't draw comics. That's okay. I took the big one. All right. Also. Oh man. All right. If you feel okay. like you don't want to do this, <sighs> I just you still have to. This life, I mean. <laughs> I have a gun in my purse. May I draw on your iPad, please? Absolutely. Thank you. Brandon, may know. she draw on your this iPad? Is not... Here, can she get... I already saw what it is. Can you do a different one? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Wow, look was at I going to draw on her system? Sure that's two honor cars. System. One of them has to be running and into... I don't know. Honor system. Yeah, that's fair. That okay. is fair. All right. Okay. All right. Eyes to yourself, I don't monkeys. I just train them. Yeah, that's the other podcast. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, this is not gonna. This will not look like what the sign is. I, Do you want to talk about some other moments of this episode? Well. Oh yeah, while go for that. Drawing? No, I'm just enjoying the silence. You know, I really, as someone who loves ASMR, I particularly love this. Oh yeah, that's a. Oh, <laughs> this sucks already. I suck at this. So this is where um, our our like just podcast listeners really shine. Nothing. Ah, yes, Nothing. Yes. I'm not giving so up on my first attempt. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah. So what is happening uh, for those of you who are at home? Uh, Caitlin is drawing us a picture of something, yeah. and I will be guessing what that something is. Um, and you, you know won't what? be. I'm going to tell you right now that you will not <laughs> yeah, be guessing say, what this something even is. Even though I've seen, all, I printed these words. You still might know. <laughs> I still might not know, is what I'm saying, because I've already forgotten them. I'm probably oh, that, against yeah. a time More limit that I'm not aware of, or a time limit should definitely be imposed. I think you got ten. Oh, Jesus. Nine, no, you can't. Eight, I can't. Seven. No, it's not six, done six, at all. Five, you won't. It's not. Four. Three. <laughs> I can't. Two. I, I like wait, wait one second. Hang on one second. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll have this done. Was there a I swear. 
Oh, we, man, we've had so many podcasts in this podcast episode. We've had the Tommy Boy <laughs> podcast. We've had the Billy Madison podcast. We have the Pee Wee podcast. I guess it's all of a certain time. <laughs> I mean, for how many things you mentioned, We've had it's the not 1995 to 2003 podcast. That's pretty good. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, arms don't work this way, but just run with it. Okay, also, this okay. is a T-shirt. Nothing? It's spelled it. You can't. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. You're not going to... I don't even know how to... I could not... I don't... Let's get that in the... So, yeah, room. that's... Okay, in front of... <laughs> Wait, guys. <laughs> okay, now... T-shirt, uh, laundering, money laundering. That's a solid guess. Okay. That is a crime that is predictable and, and gets committed frequently. <laughs> so one character is in a T-shirt, mm -hmm. and one character is in um, what is obviously like a, a very like a casual Friday suit. Sure. Sure. I guess this, the short sleeves are very professional. Is that blood on the um, shirt in question? Maybe the, it the is. I can't give a hint. I don't know if we have. I can't tell you okay. if it's so blood. Blood. Okay. So, uh, stabbing. Uh, money stabbing. Money stabbing. That's actually not, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the Doug, thing being stolen could. Is very stabbing. poor people would give this, I mean, people disadvantaged by society might sell what he's stealing, which yeah. would be. Oh, is he stealing? Oh, sorry. Did that part not already get guessed? <laughs> he's uh, uh, the black market. Uh, that's racist. Julia. I'm just kidding. That isn't racist wow. at all. Uh, I, uh,. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> there probably it would have to be on the black market. I imagine that there is no use for this on a legitimate market. My lord. This is actual dark web shit. <laughs> Whoa! Julia, help me out. Uh, I actually completely don't know. That's really because I thought with the you know. had guessed part of it. Bloody shirt. Bloody shirt laundering. Blood See how diamonds. like you know he's on the phone. He's, he's not paying phone. attention to what his employee is doing. This employee has this little thing that, it's a very that thick door. pen, but it's a, you know, a little, it's not a knife. It's not a knife. It's not a knife. Laundering checks? No, I don't. Laundering <laughs> thing? I'm laundering these checks. I need to get me. Can I just? <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Uh, it was stealing your boss's blood. Whoa! I don't even. Brandon just. <laughs> that's. Brandon, come I mean, here so we could yell at yeah, you. Yeah, come on, You gave Brandon. us an excellent challenge, Brandon. You did good. You just did too good. Uh, Truth be told, I get just, in here so I just copy you. and pasted what you wrote me. Uh, this is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Thank uh, you, Brandon. Would you like to apologize to Caitlin <laughs> for what you just did to her? I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> get out! Get out! Get, get out of here! Brandon. Uh, get back in the cage. So we're coming to that time. Uh, towards the end of the episode, do you have any closing thoughts uh, that you would put on the blackboard if you were Bart? Oh, man. It doesn't uh, have to be a joke. It can just be a lesson. Uh, uh, heard if it made me laugh. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've been saying this forever. Uh, Barbie, or did Barbie drools, G.I. Joe rules. Uh, I would go with that. Um, <laughs> don't sniff fingers. I think that's solid advice mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. something Bart might do. Yeah. I like um, a cake that says, at least you tried. There we go. Mm -hmm. uh, glue is not a food. Ah, uh, yes. So, any those of those? Are, those are solid. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, any, any closing thoughts on the episode itself? I love this episode, start to finish. It's some of the strongest joke writing. The characters are uh, there. You already know these characters for 14 seasons. They all really shine in this one. Sure, there's episodes you're going to skip over in season 14. Sure, there might be things that you don't like about it, but don't pass this season up. Mm -hmm. There are gems, gems, gems. 
And uh, thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you online? You can find me at Twitter at Robot Caitlin. Uh, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> as Caitlin is tall, which I am. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Caitlin Gill. You can also find me at my website, which is CaitlinGillComedy.com. And soon you can find me on the internet uh, on Hidden America, yeah. which yeah. is a show coming out on CISO, I believe it's called, which is a streaming network that has stuff you want on yeah. it. And, and previous, in front of the podcast, previous guest, Jonah Ray, is yes. his show. Yes, and future guest, also writer on the show. Do you want to tease that? Because your yeah. next episode... Oh, that's right. That's, um, our uh, next episode uh, is uh, Mike Mitchell. Yeah, who is also in that writer's room and knows all too well the writer's room of The Simpsons. That's going to be a delightful episode. I'm so excited. If you hated me, still watch the next one because it's going to be <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, and then that wraps it up. Follow us and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did I it. Know, we did it. Take song here is, a, is about a man who needs no introduction. Uh, do, do, do.
Do 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 do. Doo-doo. I hear a lot of doo-doo. Well, yeah. let's get started here, all right? Let's go for this it. This one's called Obama Man Can. You'll recognize the tune. We're plagiarists. Feel but free to sing along as all Hello, Rickus and Newley. We'd love to hear from your attorneys. Who can spew a rainbow? A candy coat of goo? And then sell it all to you, Obama man can. Obama man can. Who can drive our nation right into the ditch? Kill the middle class and feed them to the filthy rich, Obama man can. He mixes up the goo and makes his words taste good. Obama man makes everything he takes seem satisfying and delicious. Forget about your childhood wishes. You won't get to wash the dishes. Minimum wage, are they out of their mind? Roberto here will do that work for five twenty-five an hour. Take it, Roberto. Should I do it now, senor? Yes, take it now, Roberto. Take it now, senor. See, si, por favor. De nada. And if you get the lead out, I'll pay you extra by the note. By the note, senor? See, si, by the note. But at the Spotify rate. How is it, Captain, senor? can cause he mixes up the goo and makes his words taste good. 